Hey, it's Beth here, episode 471. I am not sleeping. I've got this uh, drug on demand, which is Tylenol PM, but I can only take it every fourth night when I'm exhausted because it doesn't work every night. So I've been searching and it's 107 degrees here every day and you're supposed to turn your thermostat down at night, but we can't do it because there's not enough energy. So that actually works when I'm freezing, I sleep well. Not gonna be freezing for a long time. So I got this article out of the Wall Street Journal, Thursday, January 26th, 2023. I was scared of it. It doesn't seem like it's possible. It's called a happy memory can help you fall asleep. I don't know. That sounds crazy. So I'm reading it and I read it like, and I put it aside and I put it aside and finally I started using it. Okay. So what it is, is we know what we're supposed to do before we go to sleep to ensure a good night's sleep. Set a fixed bedtime, turn off your screens, relax, do everything before you go to bed. Don't drink, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now, sleep researchers say that what we think about as we try to fall asleep is just as important. What? They recommend that as you drift off, you think of a wonderful moment and you savor it. Positive experience. I'm like, oh my God. Savoring is a well-studied strategic plan. It improves your well-being. I'm like, what? Savoring differs from every other strategy you may use before going to sleep. When you savor, you try to recreate the positive emotional state of the experience. Gratitude is just being grateful for things. This is real different. So what I did is I do have an incredible memory. And it says that you need to back it up with a memory that's similar to the memory in case you get lost because people do. They get all flummoxed doing this. So I came up with a memory and my memory is when Brett was, I'm gonna cry, but when Brett was like, I don't know, 11 and so cute, a little chubby, but so cute, freckled, redheaded, adorable. And Matt was six, skinniest guy, most fun guy you could ever imagine. We go to Fripp every summer to see kids' parents. This one day, oh, it was always great. Half great, half, you know, everything falling apart. This one day, the temperature was 81. Kit went to play golf with his dad, and the boys and I went to the beach. And we had crappy toys that we got the last summer. We went to the little, you know, gift shop. We got some drinks, had a burger, and I saw this kite. It was 2 dollars I don't know what made me buy it. I always buy it. Every year I buy it. Every year it doesn't work. This one I picked out and it was a butterfly. And I knew they didn't like butterflies. They liked action heroes. For me, this butterfly was great. They, I said, look, can I get this? They were like, sure, mom, it's not gonna work. Got the butterfly, went on the beach. We get to the beach, it's almost empty, which is very weird in the middle of a Hilton Head summer. And right in front of us is this huge hole. It is eight feet deep, eight feet wide. 
It's a bunker. We couldn't believe it. It belonged to no one. We took it over. We created an entire world. Stories. Little bits of water came in, the edges. We created rivulets. We went crazy with this thing. Deep down in the bunker, it was cool. It was great. We had, we created little monoliths on the wall. We had the time of our lives. And then after a while, Matt gets up, jumps out because he's as light as a feather, gets the, gets the kite. And he says, let's do this. I was like, oh my God, today we're the Kennedys. Today we're the most fabulous family. Everything is working out for us. We set up the kite and it flew above our bunker. I thought we were there for one hour. We were there for four hours, having the time of our lives. We came home late for dinner. We didn't even know it was dark. We were in the bunker. The bunker was action central. It was our headquarters. We had missions that we were on. It was incredible. And I was with them. I wasn't like their mother. I was like totally in this mission. We go back. We're like, oh, we had the best time we ever had in our lives. Kid, you've got to come. We go back the next day. And we get to the bunker. And there's a guy in there. And we say, that's our bunker. He says, no, it's not. I built it three days ago. It's my bunker. I said, it's our bunker. He shows us a big fat shovel. And then his father comes up. I'm like, oh my God. So we go off to the left. We've got our little butterfly kite and everything. And everything falls apart that day. We're telling Kit, we told Kit all about how great it was. The next day, everything fell apart. And now this is the best part. The second day was better than the first day because we didn't care. We had just as much fun. We created little one-foot holes and they would be filled in with water. We just played and we had a great time. And we all realized that we didn't need to be the Kennedys, that we just needed to be on the beach. It was, it was, it was two of the best days of my life. No worries, no troubles. So I'm recreating that when I fall asleep. Doesn't have to be big, romantic, outrageous, amazing. Just something that never makes you stop feeling like it's great. Now this is the other part, and I haven't done this yet. You schedule a worry session for yourself, 15 minutes. Write down your worries or don't write them down. Like four hours before you go to sleep, just give all your worries all the time that they need. Get them out of your system and then forget about it. Just know you'll get back to them the next day. Practice during the day your happy moment and pick a good one, one that will not fail. Like mine is not spectacular. It's little and it's mine and nobody can take it away from me. I don't have to explain it. It's not Paris in springtime. It's not the birth of a baby. It's this little two day period that were magical to me. Pick something that you can't put bullets in, that you can't, you can't destroy. Just something that matters to you and you stick with it. 
just stick with it. It won't work every time. The guy says that, the guy who even wrote this thing says, savor, damn it, savor, 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 savor. He can't do it. Every third night he can't do it. But every two nights in a row he can. And that's all I'm saying. It's not, it's not, it's not forever. And it's not every single moment. But honestly, to go to sleep thinking about something sweet, something that you had, that you can still have if you can pick it back up. Just, it's wonderful. And make it a movie, make it anything you want. Make it something that just always makes you stop and feel. And even if you don't sleep well that night, you're thinking about something great. And I do it, I can hear the waves. I can see them, I can feel it. We didn't have a crossword that day. And we didn't have a crossword the second day when it fell apart. And that was a miracle. That was not usual. That was now we always did. That was just this halcyon moment that I had. Find something small, something that you love, and think about it instead of your worries. And it's working for me. And not every night, and I'm still doing every fourth night. Are you kidding me? I'm I'm hitting my Tylenol PM. I'm not, I nothing works like drugs. Nothing. But in those odd nights when I can't take my Tylenol PM, I've got this. It's a backup plan. Give it a shot. It can't hurt. And I'm trying to stay sane. I'm trying to get some relief from the heat and this, I'm, it's never, ever going to end. That's one of my worries is that it's always going to be 106 or 107 in Austin for the rest of my life. And I know that's irrational, but that's how I feel. I put that down on my worry sheet right at the top. You are going to sweat till the day you die. So those are my worries. That's how insane I am, but I'm trying to keep it together. Think of something lovely. You've got something lovely. Go back to your childhood. This guy who wrote this went back to his childhood in Michigan when he was eight years old, going on a ferry to the Upper Peninsula. Go back to your childhood. Go back to your puppy dog. Go back to anything that makes you happy. And just know that it's better than being torn apart by self-loathing and bad thoughts. Force yourself to do this nice thing for yourself. It's good for sanity, and I will be back. Thanks.